0: All right. Hallelujah. 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 Glory be to God. We are here tonight this evening at my time, five o'clock central time here in the US and Orange, Texas, and and we are oh gosh. And we are live tonight again, doing another sermon, another service tonight evangelizing and preaching the Word of God over the internet. Like I said, i am been an internet evangelist off and on years before, a few couple of years back. I was into it. It was going to be full-time for a while, but then I quit for a while. I had some issues, but then now, we are more prepared than other because then, then we are more prepared than ever. That's what I meant to say. We are more prepared than ever, and we are here tonight to preach and carry out the gospel Of our Lord, the gospel message of our Lord Jesus Christ to a lost and dying world. And what I really meant to say is, we're out here to carry out the gospel of Jesus Christ to a lost and dying world. And that's what we got to do because we are in a dying world. Let's get serious here. Okay? We are, this world is dying, and there are people. That are on their way to hell, and we don't want that, do we? No, we want everybody to go to heaven. But unfortunately, pro- unfortunately, I have a feeling that unfortunately, not everybody's going to be able to go. I'm hoping so, but we know that the devil is going to burn. I mean, he's here, you know, trying to rule the world, but God is fixing to stop him from ruling the roost. He's wanting to. Do everything he can. Satan's want to throw fiery darts at all of us. He throws them at me. He throws them at you. So let's just get in here. We're gonna preach a message tonight, a little bit lighter message than what we've been preaching, and a little bit more mellow tonight. But it's uh John three. Well, it's the the message about John three sixteen about it's on salvation. But uh uh the title of it is called three sixteen. And it's, you know, if you want to write it down, it's three, uh, colon, then one, six. Number three, then numbers one, colon, and then numbers one and six together. 316, just three, colon, one, six. All right. 316, yes. And before we go into the message, let's have a word of prayer. Thanking God for this opportunity together in his name. Thank you, Jesus And God and Jesus for gathering together in his name tonight. All right. Ready. All right. Thank you. All right. Precious Lord God, Father in heaven, we thank you so, so very, very much for uh, the opportunity, this wonderful, wonderful, amazing opportunity to be able to evangelize over the internet and the airwaves here in my home, Lord, in my recliner here in Orange, Texas, Lord. And we just thank you. I just thank you so much for you giving me this opportunity to spread the gospel, to carry it out all over the world in a convenient way, in a most affordable way where we don't have to worry about having to spend a lot of money to get airfare and tickets and all that to go everywhere and uh to have to worry about having to do all that right now and, and all. And just, you know, Lord, we just thank you. I just thank you so much for giving me this convenient way of spreading out the gospel to listeners. I don't have to worry about being a pastor and buying a, you know, a big building to preach out of. But, you know, Lord, I, if however you want me to carry out the gospel, that's what I'm going to do. Well tonight, you know, Lord, I just pray that each and every listener will, uh, you know, get a me- will uh, get something out of this message, Lord. And I just pray that you'd open our ears and our eyes and our hearts tonight to what you would have us to hear from this message. And I pray, Lord, that you'd also give us the courage and the wisdom and strength, please, to apply this message to our walk with you. From here on out. And Lord, I just pray for each and every listener that you would just provide them with what they're in need of. Whether it's a healing or a financial blessing or, you know, it's a kind of miracle in their life. And I pray uh, for everybody that's got troubles. Because, Lord, we've got troubles. We all have troubles. Lord, and I just pray so much that you just bless them and touch them in every way. And provide them the courage and strength and wisdom and. Anything else they may be in need of. And it fits your will for them to have something they want. Let it be. If it's not, help them to accept it, Lord, by giving them the courage and the whisper strength to do so. Because you know, Lord, that what we want sometimes is just not meant to be. And you will show us that by telling us no. And sometimes you'll explain it to us. Sometimes you won't. But we know that you have better for us than what we would ever want or think of. We could want something down here and then find out that's not really what we want after all. But Lord, you know, that's the way it is. But you know, sometimes it's good. And Lord, just help us all to realize that any troubles we go through, and help us that all these troubles shall pass. This too shall pass. And that's what you've said before. And Lord, we just thank you so much for, uh, You know, just the blessings you're pouring out on this ministry. and We just pray, Lord, that you just continue blessing Soul Harvest Ministries and the uh, ability to be able to carry out the gospel right now. And I just pray, Lord, that you just give me the courage and wisdom strength to be a shining light to these listeners and to everybody that I come in contact with in person, over the phone and outside this apartment I'm in and, you know, people, no matter who they are, And we just pray, Lord, that you would just, uh, you uh, you know, heal those that need healing, Lord, as well. And we just pray, Lord, that people will know how much Jesus loves them through this message and how much I love them, but more so how much Jesus loves them and the care he has for them. And we hope everybody will enjoy this message as well, Lord. And we, once again, thank you for the ability to be able to preach it and uh, to, to real, and help everybody to realize that Jesus does save and that he is our Savior and he heals us well. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh, I forgot something. Oh, P.S. Lord, you know, I pray that you give me the words to say and the right words to say to everybody tonight. And thank you for laying on my heart. The message that I'm about to preach, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, alright everybody. Well, you know, in John 3, and uh, if you've got a Bible, you can turn to it, and, and it's up to you, or you can just sit here and listen. But in John 3, verse 16, you know, a lot of people talk about that verse. But let me uh, go back a little bit, like I said earlier, what the message is titled. And it's found on the book of John chapter 3. It's called 316. And if you want to write it down, what the name of it is, is 3 colon 16. Number 3 colon six. 3 colon six. Okay. It's 316. That's the title of this message tonight. And uh, it's a really good message. And I hope each and every one of you just listen. And enjoy it and get something out of it. So let's just go and preach tonight when john 3 uh you know uh a rabbi named nicodemus was talking and we'll look talk, look at that for a minute and uh you know he was talking to jesus and uh he uh was talking to him and, uh, about salvation and he not not rabbi but he I thought it was rabbi. Is he Reva? Oh uh, I think he was a Pharisee or something. Yeah, a Pharisee, I believe. Nicodemus. Yeah, Nicodemus, a Pharisee or whatever he was, I have to remember all of it. Cause I still have some <laughs> go and help me. But I'm pretty good at preaching. I've done I preached this message before but it's been a while. Help me, Lord. Give me the words to say. I think it was a Pharisee named Nicodemus. He was talking to the Lord and he was asking you know he's talking to jesus and and asking questions about uh you know uh you know salvation and just things that he was asking about and about being and he Jesus was telling him, no one can enter the kingdom." of heaven. I believe this is what it said. No one can enter the kingdom of heaven unless they are born again. Okay, what does it mean? Now Nicodemus asked, what does it mean to be born again? Do you have to be going back into your mama's womb and be born again that way? Do you have to be born twice out her? And Jesus said, No. This mean what I'm talking about here Is that you are to be born of water and spirit. The water and the spirit. Okay. This means, and I'm going to talk a little bit about it, it means that we are to be born, you know, water baptism now. You know, being an internet evangelist, I. Can't do water baptism. Like I said, because I'm not a pastor, I'm just an evangelist. But if you do go to church, I am going to encourage water baptism. You know, if you're a first time, uh, if you're first time, uh, Christian, and you, uh, it's your first time to come to the Lord, I will encourage water baptism. And I'll talk more about that later. And the Spirit, you to have the Holy Spirit in your life, and you will automatically have Him. you know. And I'll tell you how to do all that in a little bit about prayer, and about asking Him into your lives, and all that, how to get Him into your life. How He can come into your life, and what you need to do for that. But, uh, you know, He was talking. And that means that we are to pray. And, you know, admit our faults and everything, and that we've sinned, and that we've gone astray for a long time, that we've been living a life and living for ourselves and all this kind of stuff that we're supposed to, you know, let him know that we're sorry and that this is our first time to ask him to come into the, our lives and that we want to be saved and that we realize our and acknowledge our need for him i started talking a little bit about how to do that, but we'll talk more about that. But that's what uh, it means, asking Him. And then, you know, going through water baptism and, you know, just when you pray, the Holy Spirit will come into you automatically once you're saved. You don't have to wait to go to the altar to just to get the Holy Spirit. Now, uh, we're going to talk about the filling of the Holy Spirit. You can go to the altar to get filled with the Holy Spirit. But uh, I know some churches say, oh, well, that person doesn't have the Holy Spirit with them. They do. They just don't acknowledge his promptings. And I'm going to talk more about the Holy Spirit and stuff like that later on. And uh, stuff you know, when we get onto to that topic. And, uh, but tonight we're just going to focus on just this uh, message on salvation. You know, Jesus talked to Nicodemus about it. And, uh, Jesus was telling him later on. And, uh, This message in John 3.16 states, For God so loves the world. That means me and you. All of us human beings, everybody. That he loves everybody. Okay? I'll say it again. For God so loves the world that whosoever believes. And now King James says that whosoever believeth, but I'll go into it again. Alright, John 3 16 is this. And that's what we're talking about. John three verse 16 on John chapter 3. And uh you know and uh you know he it says once again, and this is just the actual translation Of it, but not necessarily King James. I'm saying it, but it does say, "For God so loved the world that whosoever." Wait a minute, I have got a part of verse. Hang on, forgive me, people. Excuse me for a minute. It said, "All right, John three sixteen states." Now I remember what it is. I got it. John three sixteen states and tells us, and Jesus says this. For God so loved the world that he gave us his one and only begotten son, which is Jesus, uh, that whosoever believes in him shall not Perish, that means, you know, fade away. But have eternal life or everlasting life, but I'm saying eternal. You know, and then 17 tells us that. Uh, God did not send his son to condemn the world. So, you know, he's not here to condemn us. But I will tell you something, okay? And I said I'll try to be Marmella. But I am going to be honest. If you don't have Jesus in your life and you're not born again, you won't be able to go to heaven. And that's what he told. Uh, Nicodemus, you cannot go, you cannot see heaven, you cannot enter until you are born again, and that means having Jesus in your life and all that, and you know he came here to give us life and in John ten ten tells us that I came to give you life give you life to the full in an abundance that you may live life abundantly. And we'll talk more about living the abundant life, but we're going to talk about living in His way, not the world's way, but His way. And His way is better to have abundant life. And, uh, you know, and uh. You know, I really am so glad to be able to talk about Jesus. It's just so good to talk about our Lord. And, you know, I love Him so much, and I hope all of you out there do. Because i do not here to tell you bad things, about. It. I'm here to tell you all good things. But I know sometimes we have to talk about some things that we just don't want to talk about, but have to. And I want to talk about them so that we can learn, you know, what we need to learn. Of course, I don't like hell. I don't like going there and all. But, you know, we have to talk about these things. In order to get us to realize that there is one out there. That there is a hell out there. But there's also heaven. like I said, we're going to talk about the good news all the time. As much as we can, we talk about blessings and all. But, uh, you know, we will talk some on the book of Revelation, and we'll get into a study of that uh, pretty s- later on, eventually. But, you know, I know there's some scary stuff in there. And y'all probably, if I'm correct, a lot of you probably that's listening probably know about it if you're a Bible-believing Christian. And even if you're not, you're going to want to know. But we'll talk about that in another sermon. But however, you know, Jesus came in this world to give us life. And there's a song called Live Life Big by Jamie Grace. And the part that she sang there, he came to give you life. He came to give us all life. Me, you, everybody. We need that life. We need Jesus. And you know the song by the Christian Rock and Pop Group in the 80s and 90s called Petra? You know, saw you, you know about we need Jesus. You know, you know. When will the world uh, when when will the world know that we need Jesus or something like that? When will the world see that we need Jesus? I think that's the name of it. When will the world see that we need Jesus? Oh, that's a good song. I really like that one. You know, uh, I could get in a singing, but we're not gonna do a lot of that right now. <clears throat> but you know, wouldn't you like to go to heaven? Wouldn't you just like to go to heaven and be with the Lord and be with Jesus? Well, you know, there's a ticket, and it's just Jesus. You know, being willing to confess and repent of our sins. And we're going to talk more on a series about praying and stuff. You uh, know, we'll talk about that later on. And, you know, really, uh, Jesus loves us so, so much that I don't know what I would do without it. And, you know, just knowing that he came to give this gift and he's not here to condemn and to be ugly to us and all, he's never ugly. He is the sinless one, okay? He never sinned. He came here as God in the flesh, but he never did all the Bad things we've done, nasty stuff we do, and all that. He was never like that. He was supernatural, and he was, he never, never sinned. And I don't know if about all of you out there, but I've never seen this movie, and I'm so glad that I did not see it. And a lot of Christians were so upset, and they had every right to be. Do any of y'all know about that movie? And I'll tell you what it's called. It's called The Last Temptation of Christ. I think that's the name of it, if I'm correct. The Last Temptation of Christ. Well, I heard that was one of the worst movies I've ever heard of. It was a hot topic, but it was very, very controversial. And I can see why it is. Because it was so bad, I would never want to look at it. And I thank God I never did I know there's just so many bad movies about that out there I just would not want to look at. And I just don't recommend anybody else looking at either. Because they can fill you up with things that you don't need to be looking at. I know I watched one called Spellbinder and I said, Never, ever again will I watch it. I sat that through the whole movie and I I just was nervous. Oh I said, Lord, don't let me see this again. I watched the whole thing to find out what it was about. And really, you could tell. And I should have never sat there and watched it. I thought, you know, when this is all... I, I just thought just to find out what it was about. But I do not like that movie, and I'll never watch it again. A movie just to, nothing but uh, Nothing about... Nothing good. All it was about to me was nothing but devil worship. And I, I will not partake in none of that. I just will not have that. Now, Satan, he's just... Really out there. But Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And Isaiah, somewhere in Isaiah, I have to remember what it is. He's the wonderful counselor in the Prince of Peace. And I want to be a part of him. And I want him to be a part of me. And, you know, I've accepted the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, I've gone and backslid so many times. But then I had to realize that if I have the true mark of a Christian by my good character, I'll be all right. And we, also ha- ha- we always have to correct ourselves. Sometimes we don't need other people correcting us. We need to correct ourselves. If we know that we're wrong, we need to stop doing it, acknowledge it, pray about it right away, if we catch ourselves. We need to try to catch ourselves in our tracks. If we know they're doing something wrong, we're just going to stop doing it. You know, because I think sometimes people jump to conclusions too much, and they don't let you do the correcting that you need to be doing on your own. You should. Now, if you don't do something immediately about it, I can see people coming up and saying, Hey, yeah, you uh, are doing something wrong. I say, yeah, I am, and I'm going to repent of it. Thank you so much. And yes, thank them. Because everybody needs a little bit of feather ruffling, even me. And uh, we do. But Jesus came to save us from sin and to give us life and to give us eternity. And I know I sure love to go. And, uh, you know, he did that because he loves us. God loves us. And once we are saved, we're always saved. And, you know, there's a part of Hebrews, the second part of it says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Now, we may slip and slide from time to time like we have gone off into the world of sin knowing that we shouldn't do it sometimes. We do it because we just think, oh, something's really good out there, even though we know it's wrong, wrong seems right, and then we our minds gets so bad, and we go putting our mind on things, and I preached a message about that yesterday, about not about us putting a halt and a stop to taking our mind off of God and Jesus and all those, all the things we need to be keeping our mind on, on and not putting our mind on all this fleshly, worldly stuff and lust and greed and all those bad things and all that idolatry. And that's one thing we need to really be aware of is, you know, because when we put our minds on Jesus, we can worship Him 24-7 instead of worshiping other things and people and making idols out of what we have. Because sometimes in this world we can have so much stuff where we make an idol. And I uh oh, not going to make my ministry an idol. I really enjoy it. Don't get me wrong, I really do, but I'm just not going to do that. But, you know, Jesus came to give us life. But the only way we can do, have that life, is to ask him to come in our lives. And, you know, that, that can be not so hard to do. It doesn't have to be. You know, he's good to us, and he's not, you know, an intentionally harsh person. He's not mean, and I will tell you that in Revelation it does talk about him being the judge he judges believers and non-believers Christians and non-Christians and there's two kinds of judgment now the great white throne judgment I'm not going to get real big on it but just a little bit just a little bit the great white throne judgment is for those that don't have Jesus when they die but if you've got Jesus in your life and you're in the Lamb's book of life which we'll touch more on that later on in another sermon sometime later on. We don't know when, but later on we'll preach about it. And we'll get on to a series about Revelation. And we're going to be studying on this. And we will. And, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, he wants us to all to go to him. He really does. He does not want us to go to hell. And hell is a place for the devil. That's the main reason why hell was created for Satan. Because of what he pulled in heaven and what he's pulling down here right now with us and all the mess that's going on. And you know, with this whole pandemic with the coronavirus and what people call COVID-19, but I call it coronavirus. Because old corona, you know, is coming and causing us problems. It came and it's been causing problems. Thank God for the vaccines. I know in the past, people would say it was a mark of the beast and I was scared to get it. Now, I'm thinking, well, it'd be a good idea if I get it. If my doctor's got it, the new one I'm going to, I'm just going to get it there. And you know, I had to cancel my other doctor, but I won't uh, get into it because I've had some problems with some of the people there, certain the psychiatrist. But we won't get into any details. Sorry there, but uh, we got to be uh, discreet because uh, I don't want to discuss my personal issues. Really, technically, to be honest, pardon me, there, people. But you know, he did send us one and only begotten Son. But he loves him, but he loves us enough to send him to carry out his ministry. And you know, he spoke this in his ministry to us. But he is the only way, the truth in the life. He's the way, the truth, and life. So we've got to realize it. We can't come to God except through him. But only through Jesus. You ask Jesus to come into your life. You've got God. Ruling over you and dwelling on you. In, in you. Yeah. In you. Yeah. And he's there. He really is. And I am telling you people. He's there. He's there. He's there. And you know. I just thank God for that. And he heals too. Like I said. I, and I'm going to preach about healing. Um, and, uh, and stuff. And uh. And all, and we'll talk about the manifestation of healings and stuff like that later on. But right now, we're just mainly focused on this sermon here, on this main subject. And want we'll to try to get back on the subject, try to stay on it, about Jesus in eternity. And just imagine, just being in eternity, how good it's going to be. And also, you know, after we're saved, we do have some things down here that we have to do. But you know... We want to live that abundant life. But we got to be willing to obey Him once we've become saved. Now this doesn't mean we won't lose our salvation. Not won't. This doesn't mean we will lose our salvation if we sin. But if we're drifting off into sin, yes, we're going to lose our fellowship. If we, you know, ignore the Holy Spirit. But eventually we'll stop ignoring Him. Because God will stop us from backslide too long. If we backslide long enough, he's going to get our attention because we will have certain trials, tribulations, and sufferings we'll go through to get us to stop. And sometimes suffering can be a means of discipline and a consequence and punishment for a while, but uh, it's not eternal punishment. But I will tell you, if you don't want to have to go through that eternal punishment, you got to. We better, better, better accept Jesus and our hearts. And I'll tell you how to do that right now. What we gotta do is we gotta pray and say these the prayer. This is the prayer here. That uh sinner's prayer they call it, you know, saying, Dear Lord Jesus, I am I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. Or I realize that I'm a sinner and I am sorry for my sins. Please forgive me of my sins, all my sins. Past, present, and future, they say. And, um, you know, you can tell them what sins you've done and all. but just Or you can just say, please, Lord, forgive me for all my sins. I'm sorry for my sins. Lord, I, I want to turn from my sins. And I repent of all my sins. Please come into my heart, Lord Jesus, and save me and give me that eternal and abundant life that you want to give me so much. Thank you for saving me, Lord, and for forgiving me of all my sins. Lord, I want you to be the ruler of my life and and take over control in my life. And I want to put everything under your control, Lord. I give you my all. I surrender all to you. Me, my life, and everything I have. And everything I desire and need and want. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. You know, you don't want to turn back to your former ways. And, uh, you know, that's so important. And, uh, you know, to do that. And, you know, just thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. You know, that's what we got to say. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You know, we don't want to turn back to our former ways either. But if we do, he does forgive. Now, I will say this. and I tell everybody, grace is another opportunity, another chance to do better. But that those chances will be up eventually. And while we got the chance to do good, we need to seize that chance and grab a hold of it and start doing better. Because, you know, God can get on to us. His hand of divine discipline can be seem harsh, but in a good way. It's stern discipline. But he's not intentionally rough. But he will get tough on us if we keep doing what we're not supposed to be doing after a certain length of time. And He'll be nice. But he could get rough now. Doesn't mean he's going to come down here and whip on us with a belt or a switch. But, you know, and I, I don't really believe in the spiking, but he's going to send uh, certain consequences. And he, we can have pain in our life caused by our own sins. And that can bring pain right there. It really does. Sin does bring us pain. We don't want to go through it. And God doesn't want us to have to go through pain But I will tell you, Jesus had the willingness to go through the pain for us that we should have gone through but didn't. And God didn't want us to have to go through that pain. But Jesus had the willingness to do it by shedding his blood for us. And he did. And his bloodshed is what we've caused him. But he took it upon himself to do this. For us to be nailed to a cross, to the cross of Calvary, and be crucified by Pontius Pilate. And all of us, we crucified him. Do you know that he was perfect? But none of us were, and we're still not perfect today. I'm not. I make mistakes. I do things. Yes, I'm trying to stop doing what I used to do. We're supposed to stop doing those things and repeating the same things, we got to quit repeating those things. You know, it's not right. It's not good. And, uh, you know, it's just not a good thing. And, uh, you know, for us to repeat the same old things, and we do have to stop repeating them because it brings us pain and sorrow and guilt and remorse. So I realized the other day, if I don't want to keep feeling remorseful, and, and all that, and I don't have to feel guilty, and I don't want to feel down and all, I've got to stop repeating the same things. You know, because that pretty more. It's not good for us to sit around and feel guilty all the time, all day long. He wanted me to start stop carrying those regrets and past memories and sins, because the more I think about it, the more I could stumble. So we're just thinking about doing what God wants us to do. Yeah, we remember things that remind us of, the past but we're not going to sit around and talk about the past or discuss about it or think about it but we have to remind ourselves don't go back down that road I don't want to talk about it don't want to think about it and that's what you got to say yourself and to other people I do not want to talk about my past I do not want to think about my past you can tell anybody even a psychiatrist or psychologist hey I don't want to think about that stuff anymore I came to you to get better but you know I know I can come to the Lord and get better and He, he's someone that can help me Yes, we all, you know, I do endorse medicine. I thank God for it. It helps my nerves. It helps, you know, me not to be so depressed with the chemicals that I have problems with. I have a little bit of a chemical imbalance, too. And there's nothing wrong with going to a psychiatrist. If they are Christian psychiatrists and they are trusted and they carry out the life they should be living for the Lord in their practice and in their walk with Him. But there are some that are not Christians. And there's some that won't even give you hope and some that claim to be Christian, but they don't really, they kind of water everything down and don't really give you the hope at all that you need. So, you know, I just don't go to a lot of those anymore. I have to start being so careful about that because, you know, God wants us to, but, you know, to get help when when we need professional help for stuff like that. And if we're physically ill, you know, if we've had a heartache, we have to go in the emergency room now. Now, I'm not saying that he never heals, but he does. He may heal through medicine, or he may, he, no, he heals through his word, he heals through medicine and just good relationships. But then that relationships don't bring healing. I could talk more about that. Oh, yes, but not right now. But, um, you know, he does bring healing, but, you know, the main thing is, He does save. And that's the main thing, being saved and being changed. And He wants to change us. And that's why we need to do that prayer. And once we pray that prayer, Jesus automatically comes in and He fills us and He fills us and fills us with the Holy Spirit. I tell you, God comes into our life. When we got the Lord in our life, we got to listen to Him. The Holy Spirit Speaks through the Lord, and that's the Lord speaking to us when the Holy Spirit speaks. That's the Lord. We may not all hear Him in an audible voice, and I have heard that some people do. But if God tells you something, you tell somebody what God tells you, you got to make sure that it's what God is actually telling you, you know, and that's by, by scripture. And you know for a fact that it's something that uh God it really is telling you that is personal and that is right you got to really make sure. And God can talk to us three people. He, we may not actually hear his voice, but hear somebody's voice and find out that what they're saying is what God is telling us. But if what they're saying is different from what the Lord is telling you, and you see it, you don't buy into it, you don't go by everything that people say, because sometimes what people say can be very deceiving and deceptive. And there are deceptive people out there, but we need to not judge them and criticize them harshly. Instead, with those kind of people, we need to take them immediately to the Lord in prayer and ask God to forgive them for what they're doing and soften their hearts and bring, you know, conviction, on them, not condemnation, but just bring them to a point gently, not harshly. We don't pray for anything harsh to happen on anybody. We never pray for playing on anybody because we'll get it back too. It happened to me. And I won't get into the uh, vignette of that because I'm not gonna talk about my past, but I believe it's all happened to all of us. But uh, you know, that happens. And even though I remember some things, I'm trying to not think about it and put it all, I try to keep it all in the history books and I just we're not gonna discuss that. And uh, you know, I really tell you, um you know um, um I just uh you know I really care about you know all of you to tell you that Jesus did come, not to be mean to us. He came to us to show us who God is, the Lord God Almighty. You know, and we talked about God, the Trinity, the Godhead, God the Father, the Son, and God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. You know, that's all the Godhead. That's Trinity. But God is all in one. All in one. Yes. All in one, God. And that was Jesus. God incarnated. You see, do you know that he was here before we even before he came to this earth. He was He is God. Jesus is God. He is Lord. Aren't y'all blessed aren't y'all glad to hear that? Yes, he is Lord and he loves us so much. And I hope that y'all heard what I was telling you about, how to pray and all and that's just a model of the sinner's prayer. You can pray it in your own words, but that's just the, you know, how I pray it sometimes, or I may pray it in other words. But you know, um, that's uh how it is. And if you backslid, all you gotta do is say, Lord, I thank you for saving me. You know, when I was saved, when I was first saved. And I thank you, Lord, for the fact that once I'm saved, I'm always saved. However, Lord, I've fallen astray and I've gone, you know, backwards, forward, sinning and doing stuff that I wanted to do, and my fleshly desires took over when I shouldn't have. And I am sorry, Lord; it's my fault that I let the flesh and I uh, take over and the devil take over. I didn't want that to happen, but I did it, and I now am paying dearly for it. And I'm sorry. And and please forgive me, Lord, and give me the courage and wisdom strength to do better from here on out. And thank you, Lord, bring me back into your family, please, Lord. And thank you, Lord, for bringing me back into your family and for forgiving me and for giving me another chance to do better but not to mess up. And like I said, grace is another opportunity to do better. It's not another opportunity to mess up. And, you know, we don't know how long we're going to have on this earth. And I can talk a lot about that, but we don't. And the Apostle Paul even said that that time is short. And it is. It is. It is. It is. It is. So really think about it. Uh, you know, just how it is. His time is very short. And I'm, going to ho- I'm hoping that I'm preaching the true teachings of the word, but... Uh, you know, He does love us. And, you know, I spend a lot of time in Bible studies too and, you know, everything. And I'm just praying that, uh, you know, we can win souls. That's what we're here at Soul Harvest Ministry, to harvest some souls here. Get a harvest of souls. I'm telling you, you know, we're going to have our own harvest time anytime here at this this ministry. And I'm just so glad. And I'm not just saying that I'm proud to be an evangelist i'm thankful and i'm grateful that god has really given me this ministry i'm blessed with it you know and i'm glad to be coming back as the new and improved soul harvest ministries and you know i just thank god for that and i want y'all to thank god that you can have the opportunity to listen to the gospel i know some countries are not allowed some people and some some People in certain countries like Iran and all, certain places are not allowed to hear the gospel. And that's a crying shame. But I know they try really hard to get behind closed doors to listen to the word of God and, you know, his love and Jesus and, you know, living for him and righteousness and um, the uh, gift of salvation and forgiveness. And that's a good thing for everybody to have. You know, it's so amazing to live that abundant life. I I feel so much better now than I've ever felt. And I, that can really set us free from really good, from all that depression. In a way, you know, I know, acknowledge that I have a chemical imbalance too. I, I'm not sure what to diagnose myself as. But sometimes I think I've got that bipolar. I believe I do. But, you know, I say sometimes I think i got major depression, but I really think i got worse than that, but... You know, maybe I do have bipolar, maybe I don't, but I don't know. I believe I do in some ways because I've done some terrible things in my past, but I will not talk about it or think about it because I just won't reveal my personal life over the airwaves anymore. I did that through Facebook, and I really felt bad about it. I felt really bad. I paid dearly for that, and I'm just, I'm just not doing that no more. I just don't care, to. You. And uh, everything... I'm just so blessed. Oh, yes, very. And uh, I just don't know I'm blessed to have this ministry. And I'm just blessed to be able to preach this. But you know, God loves us. Or He wouldn't come in this world to help us. Now, there's a difference between conviction and condemnation. Conviction is to warn us and to help us and show us when we're wrong and we've sinned and fallen off course. It's not. Harsh. Not as harsh as condemnation. Condemnation is just make making us feel bad about ourselves and everything. God wants us to feel good about ourselves, but not to the extent where we're getting proud and haughty and haughty and you know and 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 grandiose and all that. But uh because, you know, we have to draw a fine line. We gotta be humble because he gives grace to the humble. But he resists the proud. You know, if you stop being proud, act too proud of yourself, God will give you, give you grace. But we're not we're not to be proud of everything because there's a lot of things I've done, even in my past that I'm not proud of. But like I said, I just don't want to talk about it and I won't get into it because it's not good for me to talk about it. And I know it's not probably good for you to talk about your past either. You've gone through some trying times that you You've learned from it once. You've learned from it. You don't need to go back. I was going to write a book called The Lessons I've Learned. I started going through with it, but I'm not going to. Because I just don't feel comfortable talking about my past. I will not do that no more. And I just won't. And, uh, you know, I'll find, you know, whoever. You know, but uh, just back, you know, talking to people. You know, I'm just going to do that. But you know, I just thank God, like I said, I thank God for this ministry. I'm grateful to be able to do it. You know, I tell you, without Jesus we would we wouldn't be able to survive. He's like oxygen, he really is. He's just the main thing we need. He's like water and shelter and all the air that we need and everything. He's our means of survival. He's like to us, but he could be more than. Let, it, let him be our friend. He's our friend too. You know, he may have to step on our toes or use certain people to step on our toes. And say, let's start doing right. Let's stop living that life. Because once you become his child, he wants you to live that abundant life. And that's the good life. In order to live that good life, we've got to quit doing all, doing all this sinful and wicked and selfish stuff. Because selfishness can really, really hurt you more than anything cause you lose friends and all. Yes, we have to think about ourselves some, protect ourselves uh, from certain things like toxic relationships, for example. But that doesn't mean we don't love the person. It just means we have to limit our contact with them and, you know, not be partaking in fellowship with them until they decide to get it together, you know. And, uh, you know, we just have to, sometimes we have to, Look at them as just acquaintances. Not necessarily enemies, but acquaintances. And that's all we have to do. You know, and that's really nice. You know, I'm glad y'all came to the service. And, you know, and I'm just glad to be able to talk about it. Well, let's go on ahead go into a word of closing prayer. We're going to close it up with a word of prayer for the end of the service. And just, you know, just let's give thanks to the Lord right now. Lord, uh, precious Lord God, Father in heaven, we thank you so much for the fact that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to come to this world to show us who he, to show us who you are, Lord, and to show us how much you love us, Lord. You've loved us so much that you sent him as your one and only begotten son. That, that if we believe that only that only if we believe in Him and you that only if we believe in you that we shall not perish but have eternal and everlasting life and joy and Lord we just thank you so so much for that and I just pray for each and every listener Lord that you just be with them bless them with with what they're in need of and you know provide them what you see fit to provide them with and just uh, lay your hands on them tonight Lord and just touch them Lord and give them the courage and what strength to keep going Lord I just wish them You know, all the love and everything, Lord. And I just pray that many souls will be saved and that people will come and send me emails saying they've committed their lives to the Lord and everything. And I want to hear praise reports, Lord. I pray that you would lay it on each and every listener to uh, hear, you know, this message and to heed heed it, Lord, and, you know, realize it. You are good, you are so good. We just got to taste and see the goodness of you. You just like uh, meat to our marrow to our bones and meat to our bones, Lord. You love us so much that you just you do good for us. We may not always acknowledge it during our trying times, but you're always there, Lord. You love us enough to do what you've done. Lord, we should have been the ones to pay that dear price, of consequence. But Lord, we weren't able to do it, willing to do it. But Jesus, your son, took it upon himself to be willing to go through the pain for us that we so well deserve that you didn't want us to have to go through and we just know that he was willing to, to suffer for us. But Lord, we put him through a lot of pain. And I pray, Lord, that we, that you'd forgive us all, me and the listeners and everybody listening to this, for all the pain we've caused, you and your son, Jesus Christ. Give us the courage and wisdom strength to be better, Lord. And I pray that lives will be saved and changed. Tonight, But listeners will have changed lives. And I I can hear messages from listeners through emails, as many emails as possible. I want to hear emails. I want to see emails coming to me, pouring out, Lord. And I pray that it would be your will, not my will, but your will, that emails will come pouring out to me about people having saved lives and changed lives. And that's what we're about is getting lives saved and changed here at Soul Harvest Ministries, And Lord, once again, I really thank you, and I'm so grateful to be able to do what I'm doing, the Internet evangelism and everything we're doing. And I just thank you, Lord, for your love and kindness and the calling you've laid on my heart to uh, minister to a lost and dying world that really needs you. Because we all need you no matter what, even though we may be your children. We still need you, because you said we're always going to need. But we thank thank you for the ability to be able to pray to you when we have needs to come to you, Lord. And we just pray, Lord, that you just uh, wish us to have us to help the good rest of the day, Lord, as we leave now. And we're about to leave. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Yes, Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I can't help but say it. Oh, yes. And I mean it from the bottom of my heart. And I hope y'all do too. Yes. I believe it. Okay. Now, tomorrow, which is Wednesday, okay? Please listen to what I'm saying. We have our little prayer segment, prayer meeting at 1 o'clock, my time, 1 o'clock p.m., my time. In the early to mid-afternoon, in the early afternoon, an hour after 12, you know, in the afternoon. At 1 o'clock, I will be here to do the prayer meeting. Any of you, and I haven't gotten any emails yet, and I'm praying that we do. But uh, we will have it tomorrow, regardless. But if any of you haven't sent any emails yet, start sending them. Your prayer requests, praise reports, we will take both prayer requests and praise reports. We'll talk about it in the prayer and praise meeting and, uh, you know, do that. And then we'll pr- do a lot of praying tomorrow and everything. And uh, I know I've got a few things we're going to pray about uh, that I'm planning on bringing into the meeting. But I want to see listeners, people, family, friends, acquaintances, and people even I don't know that's uh, listening To this podcast. I want to see each and every one of you. Get in there and send. Your prayer request. Right now. Right now. And I'm going to give you my email address. And it is this. I've given it before. But I will give it every time at the end of each podcast. Each service. Each episode. Not just episode. They call it episodes. But after each service. And each podcast that we do here. Okay. It is. This. Big woman, 600 at icloud.com and it's all lowercase, no uppercase. It's just all lowercase, small letters, no big letters, no capitals. One whatsoever no hyphens, no spaces. So let's uh, tell you what it is. I'll tell you how it's spelled. Alright, please listen. It's B I G W O M A 600 at I-C-L-O-U-D dot C-O-M, big woman, 600 at iCloud.com, guys. Oh, yes, everybody. Oh, thank God. And remember, when you send those in, I'm going to be looking it. And I want to also hear about people who have recommitted or have asked for Jesus to come into their lives the first time. If you've committed or recommitted your life to Christ, I want to hear those reports as well. Because I'm going to be praying for each and every one of you on here. And like I said, well, we're going to talk more about that. And we won't be mentioning any names of anybody. We're going to use heavy, heavily used discretion. We believe in being discreet. And here at Soul Harvest Ministries, anybody that ministers for me and does prayer meetings and stuff, prayer on here, we will be discreet. We're not going to get into details of names and get too carried away with what involved. But we're here to pray for people as well because we're going to have a prayer ministry is wealth here. We pray. And I talk about prayer and we have a little prayer meeting. You know some Bible stations. I used to listen to the uh Bible broadcasting network a long time ago and now I write sometimes, depending on what mood I'm in. But I, I really like uh more of the modern Christian music usually I like the getting around moving and jumping and jiving and dancing a few, you know. I'm more charismatic, so y'all just help me. Here, but I like some of the old, quiet, peaceful music on there, too. Because I know a lot of it. Sometimes when I want to sleep, when I sleep, I put it on sometimes. And they would have a little prayer segment where they get in there and pray for people. But they never mention names. And we won't do that either. We won't mention names. They just pray, you know, in there. And I just tell people what to pray for. They have a little thing, prayer segment, where they go in there and pray. A little prayer room, they call it, or whatever it is. But uh, we're going to have a prayer meeting tomorrow at 1 o'clock. And then we will have the sermon like we do every night at 5 o'clock. So, that's saying, we're going to have a prayer meeting once every Wednesday, once a week. So, I just want y'all to get in here, send your praise reports.